Hi, and welcome everyone to Open Mic with Kristen, where each week we feature events and successes with our staff and our students of Beaufort County Schools. Let's get started. Hey everyone, so today we have two really special guests from our technology department, Miss Amber Godfrey and Miss Summerdale. Welcome ladies, thanks for coming in today. Thank you for having us. Good morning, thank you for having us. Of course. Okay, so to start, I'd love for you guys to tell us your name, your role with Beaufort County Schools, how long you've been with us, maybe a little background too um, about yourselves. So I will start, Amber Godfrey, I'm the new Chief Technology Officer for the district. Um, on day maybe seven or eight. <laughs> so, so brand new, but I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. So um, where were you at before? So previously I was at Elizabeth City Passwood um, Public Schools as the Director of Technology there. Oh, great. Okay. Wonderful. Well, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And I am Summer Dale. I um, serve as the Director of Instructional Technology. I started my career in Beaufort County many, many years ago. Um, I did my internship here at John Cotton Taylor. I taught third grade for six years there, and then I went to work for Chalkwinny Primary School as their media coordinator, served them for 10 years, um, served Chalkwinny Middle School for a year, and have I'm starting my second year in this position. Right. Yep, I, I think I met you at CPS and knew you at CMS, and so, well, thank you guys both for coming in. The The technology department is one of our biggest department. I mean, we're, we really depend on y'all, and so it's a super, depart a super important department at BCS, and, you know, we always hear from people that were pioneers. Paul, wouldn't you agree? They always say, you guys are pioneers in technology. Oh, in the north um, northeast region, we are leading in technology on, on just about every front. Yeah. And have been for many years. Yeah. Um, we hear it from everybody. And I'm always like, in Little Beaufort County, we are the leaders. And I just think that's and so not, funny. And not the biggest county in no. our region either, but mm -hmm. we are. We are the technology leaders in our in our region. Yeah. So tell us some new things we can expect this year, some exciting ones. And also maybe some out-of-the-box things we've done in the past. So I'll speak to some of the new things that we're working on, and some are um, may be able to add into this as well. But um, we are doing a bigger push this year for blended learning in the classroom. So um, I know um, over the past couple of years, I think we've been working with DPI with the Rethink mm -hmm. Education Project and have had a lot of teachers jump on board with that. So as we move forward into this year, we're really going to be doing a bigger push with blended learning. Okay. Um, and I know Summer's working with our IT Elsman District to work with um, the teachers in each school as well. Mm -hmm. And some new exciting things also with trying to integrate um, AI into our instruction, just make sure that we know how to use it effectively how we can actually use it to um, make instruction better. So not to be scared of it, but if we can, you know, make sure that teachers and community as well know how it can be used for good, then we're going to start working on that, especially with the education piece. Weren't you the digital learning consultant for this area for DPI? Years ago, yes. So um, – I, it's not that long ago. It's, it's been a minute. So <laughs> I was in Elizabeth City Pasquotank for seven years as a tech director. But prior to being there, yes, I was um, at DPI for eight years serving as digital teaching learning, learning consultant for the region. So that so was So what's fun. the difference between now and then with AI? Because, I mean, I feel like it's really yeah, just it in the last exist. few years it didn't exist then, it, it right? It was only in the movies. 
I think I'm sure it existed, but we just weren't aware of it. Right. Yeah. So we were like Developing. in the Matrix mm-hmm. world, maybe, mm-hmm. or Terminator, mm-hmm. um, with, with how AI, you know, we thought it was going to be in the year 2023. But everybody knows about it now. Oh, it's, <laughs> and I think a lot of people are scared. So I love to hear that we are going to be, you know, just informing kids how to use it or adults how to use it. And so that's nice to hear because I think a lot of people are scared, like, oh, it's going to write their entire paper for them. Well, that is, I think, a big fear mm-hmm. for teachers is that, that kids are going to use AI for quote-unquote cheating. Yes. So it's important that we go ahead and start giving our teachers the, the knowledge and understanding of AI and the, and how it can be used as a tool, but it can't do the work for you Great. and not get quality work. So you have to really work with AI. You have to refine your your queries so that you're getting good information. And so if we teach the teachers how to use it and how they can use it effectively to streamline some of their practices and use it for building content and good content in the classroom, then they're not afraid of it and they're able to actually help their their students learn how to use AI effectively. Because AI it's not going away. Mm-mm. We can block and block and block, but they're coming out with new tools every single day. Yeah. So we have to empower our teachers to use it and to and to not be afraid of it so that they can instruct their students because this is this is what is the future for our kids. That is so good to know. I think everybody will love to hear that because you're right it's not it's not going anywhere. And Paul and I've dabbled in a little bit of it. Um you know, for some of our like videos and things that we've done, and it's been so helpful. And so that's really what our job is to do is to is for it to be helpful to them. All right, what about some what are some out of the the box things we've done in the past? I know my kids do not attend Beaufort County schools. And when they go to a meeting or training or something of ours, and we're using the bee bots and things like that, my, my daughter's just, I mean, she's blown away because they don't have those things in her county. So talk about some of those things a little bit. So some of the instructional technology tools that, that we use are um, coding robots, um, so IndyCars and BeeBots for our youngest users, Dash and Spiro for our older users. We have VR goggle headsets so that um, kids can take virtual field trips. And some of that's been along, around for a long time, even um, when Paul served in this role. Mm-hmm. That has been integrated into um, the curriculum with so that our lessons are more engaging for our students and so we just want to continue to capitalize that on that on finding tools and integrating them into daily instruction so that it's standard aligned but it's drawing in student engagement the mm-hmm. more we can do that the more we can um, can capitalize on those tools the the more engaged our students are, are going to be and the more they're going to want to be in our classrooms and want to learn that's right so it's k through 12. K-12. Things like that. Okay, great. Anything else you want to touch on? Giving students the opportunity to use new tools. We don't all learn the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, some people learn by reading. Some people are visual learners or some people are hands-on learners. So it gets students excited about what they're doing in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way for them to be able to integrate what they're learning, you know, with hands-on activities. And and you're you're moving those things into not just what they're doing in the classroom, but as well as, you know, what they're going to be doing when they're outside of the classroom and as we start to prepare them for their future. I saw Eastern, um, they were doing something yesterday with little blocks or what are those? So we have a new tool that we're, um, we're piloting at Eastern. It's, um, and shoot, the name escapes me right this (laughs) second. Um, 
uh, it's Robo Wonderkind. Okay, is the name of the the tool, and so it's a a steam activity where it actually has building components. Um, it's an app on the iPad that the kids open up, and then they use um, the building blocks to put them to put together whatever it is that the app is walking them through. So the kids can build on their own, or they can build the preloaded um, the preloaded whatever um, but it's it's incorporating coding and the engineering piece together so that students can get early concepts of that and what is steam there's steam and there's stem right so um, it's science technology engineering arts and mathematics for okay. steam so when you just say stem you're eliminating the arts the arts oh. part, but STEAM incorporates the arts as well. All of those components make up STEAM. So, Summer, you are in the schools um, getting them ready and setting them up with all these new little gadgets they have? So, my job is to teach teachers how to integrate technology into the classroom. And most of the time, that just means that I come alongside of a teacher or I come alongside of a media coordinator and I support them in, in integration they're the they're the knowledge base for all content okay. I I don't claim to know what they're teaching or how they're teaching it if you put me in a high school math classroom I would fail miserably <laughs> but I can bring a robot in there and I can I can teach the teacher how to use that robot and teach the students how to use that robot and then we can integrate those skills those robotic skills with whatever um, standard or whatever content they're teaching in their classroom so great. Summer's position is so important to what we do here, especially in the classroom. So having her on board as a district, because not all districts have someone like Summer to go in and work with the media coordinators or the teachers in the classroom to help help them integrate what they're doing into instruction is, is huge. And you are one person working with 13 schools that is Which correct. Is, yeah, it's a little mind-blowing. It's a lot of fun, though. Right. Um, every day is different. I, I'm always, um, I get to go in and I get to help little baby kindergartners or pre-K kids, and I get to get hugs and love, and then I get to go into a high school classroom, and um, it's interesting because I go into the high school classroom and they are not interested in me. They, they tower <laughs> over me. I am more fearful of them than they are of me, um, even though I'm the adult in the room but by the end of my time with them they are just completely different they've got their hoods off they've got their phones down mm -hmm. you know they're engaged they're smiling they're collaborating with other people in their classroom which is so important um, now especially mm -hmm. post-covid um, so it's it's I think I have the best job in the county. I'm partial, I know. But. You have a great job. And and I've seen that at work. We were highlighted. Um, there was a it was a radio station in Craven County who highlighted our north side students. And they were so engaged. And they had the Spheros. And they were coding. And, and he was, um, you know, just kind of shadowing them around. And all of us were there. It was just really neat to see them smiling and engaged and and what's great about that is that, that those students came from a veteran math teacher's classroom, and that teacher has grown so much in her ability to interact and utilize technology to teach her content. She was She's actually set to retire this year, oh. um, but to see the way learning how to use the Sphero robots to teach her content, the way it reawakened 
her passion for what she does was just amazing. You think she'll still retire? I think so, but (laughs) um, I also know that she has emailed me repeatedly about um, coming out and teaching some of the, giving these the same tools to other um, people in her department so that when she's no longer there, that they still continue to be utilized. I remember her excitement. I mean, she was so excited to be there. And so that's really neat. So, and again, we kind of touched on this a minute ago, but the technology department is small. Y'all do a lot. Um, So what does the day-to-day look like? I remember in the pre-show we were talking about every day is different, which I love. I love things like that. But talk about, um, you know, your staff that service, again, all 13 schools. It's a very small staff. And then tell me a little bit about them, if you will. We are a very small staff to, to do what we do. They are out in the schools every single day, almost all day long. And not only are they supporting, you know, the things that we've had, but they're also trying to do new things as well. So we're changing from, you know, old platforms to new platforms to support um, instruction better. So um, and some are maybe able to add to that as well as some of the additional things that they're doing. But our actual tech staff that's out, you know, supporting all the technology we have is, is small. Mm-hmm. I know it. It is. I hate to call them. Like when I, when something's wrong with mine, because I'm like, oh gosh, I hate to bother them. I hate to call them too. And I I work in the same department as them. (laughs) Just because I love them. They're just so sweet. And they will drop everything for us. But it's hard because you know how busy they are. I know they feel like they're firemen. Well, especially around here, because if something goes wrong, they're immediately. They're there. They're there and they help us. They put the fire out. They repair whatever's wrong fix whatever's damaged, and, and move on to the next. Um, yeah. the well, next this time of year is our busiest oh, yeah. time Summer's of year. Summer's always busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially starting a new school year, we have a couple of new um, media coordinators slash instructional technology leads in the school, and they're like the first line of defense at a school as far as getting technology up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to make sure that as a department we support them very well because if they don't, if they fail at their job, then we're failing at our jobs. Right. So we want to make sure that we're doing what, what we can to support them in their new position and in this role. And Josh, Rob, Crystal, Connor, Rufus, Miss Brenda, who mm-hmm. is our mama at work and <laughs> takes care of us and makes sure that we eat and that um, every th- that we have the money that we need to, to pay for the subscriptions that we power and all of that. Um, we c- we couldn't do our jobs without them. They are, they're, we're really a very tight-knit team, and we have to be in order to, to do our jobs effectively. And always smiling, always bubbly. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Josh or Rufus or Chris, any of them, without a smile on their face. And so that always gets me because I'm like, I'm sorry. Or Ben, too. I mean, I just saw Ben yesterday. Oh, yeah, I forgot thing. Ben. Sorry, Ben. ben. <laughs> we did forget Ben. We did not. We didn't mean to. But, um, but yeah, I love that about them is they're, they, they, you can tell that they enjoy it. They love their job. And so um, I just thought we'd give a shout out to them. So as um, I, I do want to talk about the technology agreement because that is probably one of the most important things that we put out at the start of the school year. And this episode will be aired as one of the first because it is so important. So let's touch on that a little bit. How important is the technology agreement and why is it needed? So I'll touch on it just a little bit just because everything that we do in the classroom, um, and not everything, that's not true. Technology is a tool. 
you know, we have many tools that we use in the classroom, but um, with more instructional technology components and resources that we have, it makes the technology that the students use, iPads or Chromebooks, in the classroom extremely important. Um, but in order for them to continue to work the way they need to, you know, students have to be responsible. They have to make sure that they're um, responsible enough to make sure that the device is used properly, that they're um, carrying it properly when they're um, to and from class or home. So just making sure that they are aware of um, how to take care of the device, especially if it's a student that's new to the district or maybe didn't have a one-to-one -one device before. Um, and I think the agreement kind of walks through those things is to try and make sure that they understand how um, they need to be responsible for taking care of their device mm -hmm. because if we don't take care of our device, we won't have one to use. Mm -hmm. And just trying to make sure students understand that, you know, you're doing an assignment or you're doing some research and you've, you've got your Chromebook or your iPad and if you don't have it, it's not working. Well, now you have a paper pencil and the rest of your classmates are doing what they, want, what they need to do on their device. Um, it makes it harder for them. So just ha helping them understand what, what they're responsible for and having that little bit of accountability. Talk, what are some details of it? Can you all talk about those? So the student device ag agreement really kind of goes over use and care mm -hmm. of um, their device. Like, you know, obvious things like no food or drink around it. Make sure that you are um, taking care of your device and that you're responsible for making sure that you keep it safe, the, um, that it doesn't get lost or stolen, it's in your possession. Also, the charger is a part of that device, and it's your responsibility to keep up with chargers. And we all know, if you are a parent, that that is something, a battle that we are all constantly right. <laughs> facing. Um, and so it, it's that's outlined in the agreement as well. Um, one of the things that's listed in the that's a part of the agreement is the opportunity for students to purchase um, technology insurance, and so if they purchase that that tech insurance, um, the device the agreement explains what that tech insurance actually covers and the um, guidelines for the insurance as well. So, what is the technology fee? So the technology fee for all students, K-12, is $30. Okay. Um, what happens if you don't pay the fee? You are responsible for the cost of the repair of the device. And if... So if something happens... Yes. And that iPad costs $1,000, and that, that is that family's responsibility to pay that $1,000 if that's the cost of it. Correct. And the, the device agreement form actually has the, the replacement cost, has a chart okay. with the replacement cost of the device and for the com most common repairs, like a screen repair right. or a keyboard repair, so that families know what the comparison is. Mm -hmm. Really, the, de the device insurance, if a family chooses to um, participate in that, could end up saving them as much as uh, $500. Right. So that's a really small fee for what it could be if, God forbid, something happens. And we all know kids, you know, they they try, but, you know, they, they have mistakes. That things happen. So it is important to, um, to note, though, that device insurance does not cover the cost of chargers. Okay. So if they lose a charger or something like that, then they um, they are responsible for the cost of that. Correct. So Got if it. they damage the charger, like they, the cord gets damaged or something like that, then it does not cover the cost of chargers. It only covers the cost of or the re 
the repair of the device, repair or replacement. Is that a big thing that we struggle with? Exponentially. Okay. Um, I had a feeling. <laughs> that is the thing that we, our students probably struggle with the most okay. is um, chargers. And that is a, that's a huge cost to the district if we don't have students that return chargers with devices. Kristen, I'd also like to add um, to what Summer was explaining about the insurance is that the insurance covers accidental damage. Okay. So for students that have accidents, because we know everybody does, even as adults we do, mm -hmm. but it does not cover intentional damage. Okay. And that is one, one difference we want to make sure that everybody understands about the insurance. And one thing that we really try to do as a district is, um, you know, I know Paul and I had made a Powtoon last year, and so that'll be out. We will put that out. So this will be it will be really known to all of our students and our staff, like what are, what is the agreement and, you know, the things that are kind of inside of that agreement in an easy form. We did like a little cartoon kind of video, which is um, kid friendly, we thought. And so one last thing I do want to touch on, we have a, um, a student repair program, which I, I don't know that any other county really has. Let's talk about that for just a second. So Beaufort County Schools has a partnership with um, NCBCE, which is the North Carolina Business Council for Education. And through that partnership, um, they actually provide funding for device for student repair teams. So we have several schools within our county, actually the majority of our high schools and our middle schools. And we even have um, one team that operates at the at John Small, the 4-5 school. Mm -hmm. um, and so what happens is if, a student has a device that for whatever reason has gotten broken or damaged or just stops working. Then they bring it to the media coordinator and the media coordinator um, typically is the contact person for the student device repair team and the students that go to that school actually repair the devices. They can replace screens, they can replace keyboards, we have some students that are have really just um, grown tremendously mm -hmm. because of their um, their work with the student device repair team. It's been it's been a great um, cost saving initiative for our for our yeah. system because we don't have to send devices out, but also it's it's grown that skill level within our students within the county. So media coordinators kind of trains them on how to do it. Or is it the program? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. um, media coordinators, um, in some cases, do train the students. In other cases, our um, our guys from the technology department or Crystal, they go out and they train the students on how to repair devices. Um, but in some cases, our kids come with that knowledge already because of course they, they love to watch those videos <laughs> on YouTube or they've <laughs> taken apart whatever equipment they have at their house. We have one student who said that he got in trouble at home because um, he was constantly taking apart whatever electronic equipment he could. <laughs> and his grown up was like, you can't do that anymore. Like, uh -uh. like stop taking the stuff apart. But that's how you learn. <laughs> that <laughs> is. But I guess when their toaster wasn't working, that was a problem. Um, so this is a blessing for that family. Yes. And <laughs> also through um, NCBCE, they provided funding for our students to, for several students to, to be um, interns with the technology department this summer. Oh, wow. So they actually worked with our technology department and helped with wiring at schools, um, placement of devices, device repair, 
um, they worked as an extension of our technology department, which was great. It's um, really cute to see them in the schools, too. They're, it is. And they loved it. Yeah, they do. They all love it. Um, what are we missing? Anything that y'all want to add? I just have to say, as being the new person in the family, that I, I have been welcomed with open arms. I mean, this, and not just the tech team, just in general with Be Beaufort County. So I'm extremely happy to be here. But this technology department is is amazing. They they are very tight-knit, and they work so hard. And like you said, Kristen, they're happy. They really are. They really are. <laughs> when like, you come in in the morning, they're happy. It's, and it's, it's awesome. I, I come from a place that was a big corporation, and it was almost like they didn't have time to help us. And so coming here, I was like you, Amber, um, just welcome with open arms. And they're like, oh, it's not a problem. I'll come right over. And I just think it's so neat because I did not experience that at my previous job. <laughs> such a hassle when I had to call and something was broken or and and really we all use our computers our devices everything just every single day I know when the internet goes out here we're lost you know and so you guys are just really you're a big part of that so um Summer do you want to Anything else? Just to piggyback off of what Amber said, you know, we really do see our department as a service department. Mm -hmm. That we are we are here to serve the students and the staff of Beaufort County Schools. And so when we when we come to a place and when we leave a place, we want it to be better than it was when when we got there. And so we work really hard to not only support each other but to support everyone within the district because when when we succeed, everyone succeeds. And that's a 1,000 employees. So that's a lot. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you all for coming on. Okay, one last thing. We have a bonus round. Mm. I didn't tell either of them about. Um, all right. When you were a child, who was your role model? Oh, so my mom is still my role model. Oh. <laughs> I love my mom so much. She, um, she helps me get through um, any hurdle or challenge I've ever had in life love my husband too but I'm um, <laughs> growing up as a role model um I you know I definitely have to go with my mom that's awesome so I'm gonna have to say um I am the oldest of all of my grandmother's grandchildren and she had nine children so um I have an aunt that is only 15 years older than me I was born on her 15th birthday and I would say that she is my role model. Um, she was she was my person growing up and into my teen years. And still to this day, I would count her as my person. That's great. I love that you both said your family. All right. So if you had an entrance song, music was to be played when you walked into a room, what would it be? This girl is on fire. <laughs> I love Okay. <laughs> okay. That was so good. <laughs> Summer. Um, I we don't need know to that. that I have a particular song. I will tell you that I have been listening to Taylor Swift's set list oh, on are repeat. Are you a Swifty? Let, I would call myself a Swifty, <laughs> but I have definitely been listening to um, her set list on repeat lately. And so I think. That when I wake up in the morning and there's a song in my head, it's usually a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift song. <laughs> I hadn't 
she's not one of my favorites, but she's growing on me. The the last year, I think my eight year old is kind of pushing her on me a little bit. <laughs> so, okay, would you rather read a book or watch TV? Oh, I have to go with TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, obviously, my background is media. <laughs> it's books. I'm with y'all. <laughs> TV. So that's how y'all unwind a little bit. I have to before I go to bed, which is always very late after you get the kids straight in, in the mm-hmm. bed. And I have just a few minutes. I'm sit down and turn on some Netflix and yeah. try to wind down that's right um, before I go to bed a lot of people we have up here always say books I was glad to hear y'all say TV no I'm, I'm TV book girl. For sure. are you book I'm okay book for sure okay coming from a library background there's no other way to be mm-hmm. all right ladies well thanks so much for coming on we've enjoyed it thank you for thank having you for us. having us uh-huh. thank you for listening to open mic with Kristen of BCS studio production To listen to all future and past podcasts, search Open Mic with Kristen on Spotify or Apple. Be sure to follow Beaufort County Schools on Twitter and Facebook, where we share all newly released podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and follow to hear more celebrations of Beaufort County School students, teachers, and administration. Thank you again for joining. Think different. Think BCS. on fire. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was-